what up happy monday happy monday y'all hope everyone is doing well hope everyone enjoyed their weekend but i definitely want to have this conversation and bring some things to light about the healing journey that I think I will likely be on forever. That I think has been healthy for me, but there is another side to this conversation that is extremely important. And I think it is time to talk about and share because this has become a constant conversation and no one is talking about the true reality of the experience of the journey of healing and first what I want to do before I even go into that conversation is if you find anything that is said in this conversation helpful hashtag it Hashtag it. If you come back and watch the replay, hashtag replay. But if you find anything that I say or useful, if you find anything that I say useful, use the hashtag and whatever that useful information was. For instance, if that was a nugget, a great nugget about forgiveness, hashtag forgiveness. If that was a great nugget about um, awareness, hashtag awareness. Anyway, I'm going to go right into the conversation and share with you all the horrors of healing. So the first thing I want to do is I want to define horror for you. And what horror means is an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust. Horror is a intense feeling of fear, shock, or discuss. Now, when you think about that definition that I've just shared with you, and you tie that into healing, <laughs> it doesn't really seem like it goes together, does it? it? Doesn't seem like it goes together. But what I've experienced on this journey at times has been an intense feeling of fear, shock, and disgust. And mostly with myself. I've, I've mostly had to observe and experience myself on this journey. My focus has been on myself for this journey. My focus has been looking at me, observing me, learning me, while even unlearning some things. And understanding my contribution to some things that have happened and through that comes guilt shame hurt pain regret embarrassment there's all of these things that come with that journey because you begin to see how 
you no longer have an opportunity to be the victim. You no longer have the opportunity to point the finger at anyone else. It is now solely your responsibility to do the work for you. And we oftentimes have looked for other people to provide things to us or provide things for us that we're not providing for ourselves. And so my journey has not been all beautiful and rays of sunshine. And that's why I wanted to define the word horror for you because there have been a number of feelings and emotions that have come out of this journey. I have had to deal with myself in ways that I never thought I would have to. I have had to also honor myself through this process. And so I want to take you just through a few of those things and what that actually looks like. And so for instance, I have had to embrace the shame or the guilt or the embarrassment of my actions or my behavior or things that I have done that I know contributed to some difficulties in my life. And with that being said, I realized that the only person that is responsible for me and what happens in my life is me. And there have been moments and times in my life where I pointed the finger. Now, I want you to understand something as I talk about this. The reason why I said the horrors of healing is because it's contained in the definition which I shared, which is an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust. So I've had intense feelings of fear, intense feelings of shock, intense feelings of disgust on this journey. I've been fearful on this journey, scared about this journey, scared about, wow, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm embarking on a new way of life. Um, I'm disgusted with some of my decisions. I am angry with myself, embarrassed with myself about some of the things that I allowed in my life. And so those feelings have a high level of intensity. And so, sorry about the background noise, they're doing construction. But those high level of intense feelings can cause you to sometimes want to go back to what's familiar that you believe is safe but if you go back to the familiar if you go back to the safe then no growth will occur there right you won't grow if you go back to the familiar space and that means you're compromising your next level to go back to a space of comfort and was that really a space of comfort or was that a space of familiarity? And I had to recognize that 
so that I would not go back to spaces that I had really done the work to walk away from. As I continue on this journey, I still have to do that. I have to constantly assess my life and see if I'm aligned, if me first, if I'm aligned with myself and what my purpose is and what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I say my purpose, my purpose is not always tied to external things. My purpose a lot of times is aligned with my spiritual path, my spiritual awakening, my spiritual understanding for me. And so it's important that you acknowledge that your walk, your path is yours. You cannot compromise who you are, who you're intended to be, to try to fit in. Because there's too many different boxes. There's too many different places. And a lot of times people are out here compromising themselves, trying to fit in to everything. And so they find discomfort daily because they are not settling in to who they really are. They're not willing to do the hard work. They're not willing to look at themselves and have that fear, have that shock, and have that disgust. Because when you get to that place, you're going to lose a lot of people. You're going to be disconnected from a lot of people. You won't see things the same way. You won't hear things the same way. Your level of self-awareness will raise to a point where you will not understand really your journey and your path, but you have to trust, you have to trust that you have to step out of the comfort zone in order for you to go to the next level, in order for you to really heal, in order for you to really resolve some of those things in your life, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You cannot say, that's familiar, so I'm gonna go back there. That's comfortable, so I'm gonna go back there. You can't care about what people say about you. You can't care about what people think about you. You can't even think about in the name of family titles. You can't think about in the name of how long you've known that person. There are people that you are going to have to walk away from. The first being your old self. The old version of yourself you're going to have to walk away from. And that's going to be difficult. That's going to be scary. That's going to be challenging because you are very familiar with the old version of yourself. You've gotten comfortable there. You don't have to relearn anything when you just stay the same. But when you're on your healing journey, you're going to go through stages of shedding. You're gonna go through stages of releasing, you're gonna go through stages of recognizing who you are more and more. The more you recognize who you are, the less you perceive that you're attached to other things and other people. One of the things that I have come to understand on my journey 
is detachment. And that's detachment whether it's through life and death or it's detachment through separation of people, places, and things. And so you are going to struggle. This is not this beautiful thing of running through lilies and laying in the grass and feeling better the next day. This is a process. I have gone through years of shedding. I have gone through years of, of releasing. I've gone through years of, again, learning a, the new version of myself and releasing that old person. No longer being attached to who I used to be. No longer trying to hold on to those things. That's why sometimes I can't be around people that I was around back in the day because especially in my shameful days, my embarrassed days, my you know ugly days because what happens is that's the only version of you that they know. So that's all they want to talk about. That's all they want to bring up. That's all they want to discuss. And so if you find yourself around the same people, talking about the same things, feeling the same feeling, or if you find yourself reverting back to it even on your journey, you might have to reassess. You might have to take a step back because it's so easy to go back to those things. Even if you start the journey, there are times that I've started this journey. Well, I'm not going to say started it. There are times I've been on this journey and I'll give you I'll give you an example. I'll give you a few examples. One of the examples is I used to gossip and I used to be judgmental and if I get around people like that and if I'm around them long enough I'll find myself doing that and then I'm like oh that's not even I immediately find discomfort in it because I stepped away from that that's not who I am anymore can I do that again absolutely and I have done it but again the danger is you have to be careful about putting yourself in environments and in situations with people that you no longer want to be attached to. So a prime example is, would a drug addict go back to being around drug addicts? If you went to rehab to no longer be addicted to drugs, why would you go hang out with drug addicts? Well, in my instance, there were some toxic things about me that I needed to heal. And if I go back to people and places and things that are all toxic, I'm going to find myself back in that situation. So if, you know, when you hear a person that had a drug problem or a alcohol problem, what do they say? That they'll always be an alcoholic, they'll always be a drug addict. Well, as a person that's been on this healing journey, if I don't continue to do the work, stay the course, stay in therapy, right? Do the other work that I do towards my path of healing. Because I'm always gonna be from the toxic family, I have to be very careful 
because if I don't, then I'll find myself starting all the way back over. Does that make sense? I'll, I'll, I'll find myself starting all the way back over with the work that I've done. And so you don't take a drug addict to the crack house. You don't take an alcoholic to the liquor store. So I'm not going to take myself in environments and in places around people and things that take me back to the place that I've recovered or am in recovery for. So you have to be very cognizant and aware of, hey, I'm in recovery from that. I'm not going to put myself back in those situations where I've done the work, right? Despite who you are in my life, my friend, my sister, my cousin, my brother, my mother, my father, whoever you are in life, because what that means is I am now reducing myself to not matter, to make other people matter based on titles, based on length of time that we've known each other. I'm making your life be more significant than my own. And so to go through the journey can be horrific sometimes because there are people, places, and things that you have to release and let go of. And again, the first being yourself. That can be a challenge. That can be hurtful. That can be... This is, I, I believe, the reason why a lot of people tolerate things from people because they rather tolerate, they'd rather compromise their peace, they'd rather compromise their happiness, they'd rather compromise their growth to still belong. They'd rather compromise all of those things because that's too hard of a job. But again, I had to practice detachment. No one is, is attached to me. I came into this world alone. I will leave this world alone. You have to practice detachment to go through your healing process. One of the, re the, the main reasons that we struggle, and there's a book that, um, that I just recently read, and it's called The Courage to Be Disliked. And basically, it discusses a lot of the premise of what I'm talking about right now. You're going to be disliked. People have to stop being scared about not being liked, not being accepted, people not agreeing with them. Whatever your, whatever your story is, is your story. You don't have to believe what I believe. You don't have to think what I think. I am, I am so elevated in my spirituality that I understand each of us have our own paths. And my path is not going to look like anybody else's path. And so I'm not arguing with anybody about religion. I'm not arguing with anybody about spirituality. I'm not arguing with anybody about beliefs because your path, your life is yours. Only you know what that looks like, just like I know what mine's look like. So I'm not into debating with people about those things because it's not my, it's not my story. So my story is what it is. My path is what it is. My journey is what it is. That allows me to not take things personal. That allows me to not internalize what other people say. That allows me to not argue back and forth with people on social media or in person because that's your story. That's your belief system. That's your faith. And it has nothing to do with me. My walk is my walk. Your walk is your walk. 
and on this healing journey you're going to experience horrific things if you really step into it and you really submerge yourself into it and you really submit to what your journey is your journey is yours where we mess up as people is we try to judge everybody else we try to get in everybody else's business and tell them how they need to do it we try to be and all of that energy that you're putting into other people need that that's the energy you need to invest in yourself for your healing i watch people all day long argue on social media i watch people do that and i'm like but that's energy that you can put in yourself for your journey that's energy for you it's not for these other people your healing has nothing to do with other people so stop allowing yourself to get so invested in all of these things you see on social media if you disagree you can scroll on by and it, it shouldn't affect you if it does pour into yourself so that you can do the work necessary for yourself to heal and resolve whatever issues why are you being triggered that's where the healing starts. If you see something you you disagree with and it just triggers you so bad, okay, what? why am I set off by this? What do I need to heal in myself that makes me get angry about this post? Because you judging somebody else and being involved in other people's life choices and life mistakes, where does that lead you on your journey? How does that help you on your journey? How does that allow you to evolve? How does that empower you? We have to stop being so caught up with other people's shit. I mean, that's just the reality of it. We get so caught up in that and we get immersed into it. And it really affects our own personal lives. The reason why people go back to their old lives, the old version of them as they're on this journey, I've done it. The reason why you do that again is because it's familiar. That's easier because you've done that for 30 years. You've done it for 35 years. You've done it for 50 years. So you don't want to do this hard work. That's the horror in it because the fear will kick in. The difficulty will kick in. You know, and again, you're, you're going to have to look at yourself. Embarrassment, shame, guilt, anger, resentment, you know, all of those things. People holding grudges. Listen, grudges in your body, sitting in your body, is going to cause you sickness. It's the reason why I just release things now. I am the person that used to have very bad anger issues. I release stuff now. Why? Because I am not going to relinquish my power to another person. You doing an act is not going to control my emotions to the point where when I respond to you, that I turn around and say, such and such made me do that. Because such and such can't make me do anything. Because I don't release my power to people. Nobody can have my power. You can talk about me. You can start a smear campaign against me. You can lie on me. You can get angry with me. You can make all the assumptions in the world. It doesn't matter because I have really pow powered through disassociation and detachment. I've powered through that. I've done the work to be able to do that because I'm not attached to anything or anybody. As much as I love the person I'm with, as much as I love my mother, as much as I love my son, as much as I love many people in my life, I am detached. I love you. 
But when you do something that affects my journey, if you do anything that's not aligned with who I am and where I'm going, I'm going to have to make a different decision. What, other, what people are out here doing is choosing people over themselves and calling it in the name of family member and calling it in the name of 30 years of friendship, calling it in the name of not wanting to be disliked. I don't care about that. It, it cannot affect me. There was a time in my journey where I would be concerned about, oh my goodness, if I disconnect, they're not going to like me. Then they're going to have other people dislike me. That doesn't affect my life. People not liking me doesn't change a roof over my head, food in my mouth, clothes on my back. None of that affects my life. People disliking you will not affect your life. People not wanting to talk to you because you've chosen to go on a journey of discovering who you really are. Not imposter syndrome, not inauthenticity, not being disingenuous with yourself and other people around you, but really understanding who you are. And you can power through that if you focus on you and stop focusing on everybody else. And I do mean everybody else. Social media and otherwise. People commented on that young lady who faked her own kidnapping for days on out. But how much time did you spend journaling? Did you spend meditating and praying? Did you spend doing some internal work for yourself? Did you spend the equal amount of time pouring into yourself that you did talking about other people's life choices that don't even affect you? We take things on that don't even belong to us. That didn't belong to you. It didn't. It belongs to her, and this is her journey, and this is her way. This is something she has to deal with. This is something she's going to have to heal from. This is something her and her family are going to have to heal from. That could be some generational trauma going on. There could be something going there on that we know nothing about. But what I do know is, if you work on you, if you start to do the work for you, you won't even have time to concentrate on those things. You won't even have time to care about those things because you're so heavily involved in your own journey, in your own healing, in your own growth, and your own evolving that you're not going to be out here running around trying to see how other people are doing this and why other people are doing that and trying to judge their lives and try to control their lives. That's a lot. That's a lot. And you wonder why some people run around here with all this stress, all this anxiety, all being overwhelmed, um, having obesity issues. That's, that's things that it happens to your body physically because we're taking in so much. I stopped watching the news many years ago because I started to pay attention to how my body felt when I watched the news. I was like, my body doesn't feel good when I watch the news. So I'm just going to stop. You have to pay attention to your body. Pay attention to yourself. Even when you go around people, if your body feels tense when you know you're about to be around certain people, that's not the person for you. I don't care if you knew them 20 years. If When you look at your caller ID and you see that person calling and you have tension and anxiety, that's not your person. It is time for you to honor yourself. It is time for you to detach from things and people that is in that's not in alignment with who you are and a part of your next journey.
and that's okay. We don't have to be upset. We don't have to feel like people don't love us or care about us. We don't have to take it personal. These are things that are going to happen when you evolve in life. And when you learn to detach and when you learn to disassociate from the fact that nobody belongs to you, you don't own a person, a person doesn't own you, when you allow yourself to accept that, like, I want you to think about that. When you came into this world, unless you were a twin, you came alone. And even when you came as a twin, you came at a, sep at a separate time than your twin. We came here alone. We are leaving here alone. People don't belong to us. Places don't belong to us. Things don't belong to us. Let it flow. <laughs> Live life and flow. And if it doesn't flow anymore, that means go flow somewhere else. That means go do something else. There's nothing, there is nothing that you need to hold on to so tightly that it angers you to the point where you can't accept that this is a different part of life now. This is a different journey. I've watched so many people get angry about that. How does that help you on your healing journey? How does that help you to evolve and understand who you are because you're so concentrated on other people? I've heard this saying over and over. When people walk away from you, let, people ain't necessarily even walking away from you. People are walking more towards themselves. I'm not walking away from anybody. I'm walking more towards myself, more towards myself in alignment with who I am and what my purpose is. And it doesn't involve a job or money. It involves my spiritual walk. That's where I'm aligned with my purpose because my spiritual walk will allow me to be more purposeful. If I'm more aligned spiritually, I'm going to be able to know what my path is. I'm going to be able to know where I'm going. I'm going to be able to know what's for me. I'm going to be able to connect more with my discernment to even know who to connect with and who not to. I'm not going to be fooled by all these other things because I'm connected to too much. When you, when you shut down and really connect with yourself, you're better to, able to understand, okay, well, okay, that's not for me. That doesn't make me feel comfortable. That doesn't make me feel good. I breathe a lot during the days. I do a lot of breathing because I need to be sure and I need to be intact with my own emotional well-being. It's not my man's responsibility to make sure my emotional health wellness is good. It's not my mother's responsibility. It's not my son's responsibility. It's not anybody else's responsibility that my emotional well-being is taken care of. That is my job. And the horrors of healing is me, when I first started this journey, me recognizing that I took my own power away by giving it to other people. I would get so angry and so upset and so just worked, just get worked up about everything. And so by the end of the day, I've allowed at least seven to ten people to impact me and my emotional well-being. And so that's why I said detachment and disassociation is powerful. Because if you don't know how to do that, you will always allow people to be more powerful over you than you are over yourself. 
And I will never ever relinquish that type of power to anybody again. You, in order for you to heal, in order for you to really step out of the comfort zone of the past version of who you were, you are going to have to be uncomfortable. You are going to have to piss people off. You are going to have to make people very upset and angry with you. People are going to question who, who do you think you are? Who does he or she think she is? They don't talk to me anymore. They don't hang out with me anymore. They don't want to uh, do this or that with me. It's not personal. Your healing journey is yours. Anything that is not in alignment with who you are becoming cannot go. It's not a bad thing. I've had to, I've had to resolve things in my head. You know, when I go to a, a job, for instance, in my head, I already know, okay, I'm going to go to this job, I'm going to do what I know, I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to honor myself so when my season, my next season comes, it's time to move. I don't need to care about what people are going to say or what people are going to think or how people are going to view me. I need to think about my emotional well-being. I am not put on I was not put on this earth for people to like me. I was not put on this earth for people to agree with me. I was not put on this earth for people to understand my decisions. And neither were you. Neither were you. And the moment that we understand that we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for, you have to understand how powerful you are. If you don't understand that, you will continue to relinquish your power. You will continue to care about what everybody think, feel, say. Let them say it. Let them think it. Let them feel it. Let them smear you. Let them do all of those things. And then I want you to ask yourself, how does this affect my life? How are your bills still getting paid? Are you still eating? If none of those things are affected, I need you to move into a space of the horror the horror of your healing you are going to step into guilt shame embarrassment anger animosity resentment because you're going to have to look at you first you're going to have to look at some decisions you made it's not about blaming other people it's not about trying to shame other people it's about you honoring yourself it's about you honoring your healing honor the story that is a part of your journey so that you can transcend to a higher place and become a high, the highest version of yourself. Healing is for each and every one of us. It is not just for certain people. You have the same opportunity that I've had. I'm going to encourage you to get a therapist. I'm going to encourage you to do journaling. I'm going to encourage you to have time set aside for yourself. For whatever spiritual practice you have. Whatever that is. It's not my business. But set time aside so that you can embrace your journey. Stop concerning yourself with other people's lives. Stop concerning yourself with other people's choices about you and your place in their lives. Stop worrying about, but they don't come here anymore. Stop worrying about those things. It doesn't have anything to do with your life. You came alone, you're leaving alone. Stop giving power to all of these external things and work on your internal. And I'm telling you, you are going to find yourself getting answers and understanding so much more clearer when you go internal. So.
that is the message today the horror and healing if you found this useful of course drop the hashtags of what was powerful what was useful what nuggets were helpful for you hashtag honoring myself hashtag honoring my healing hashtag replay if you're here for the replay so hit share share this out with your followers and your friends that might need this you might be embarking in on that journey right now and you might not you might have needed to hear this tell me how this was helpful for you all right until next time peace